I'm Lauren. And this is the j- 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 journey to transformation. <laughs> mission, 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 mission. <laughs> I love it. Oh, can we jam up our intros a little bit? Yeah. Maybe like, I don't know, if we're talking to a DJ one day, we could just like jam it up a bit. Weirdly, we are talking about a DJ today. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we talking to today? DJ Vantouche. So Nicola, aka DJ Vantouche, we met at Camp Quirky. And as part of our Camp Quirky mini series, we got the chance to chat to her. She was incredible. She was very cool. We didn't talk as much about her DJ life, but I think the big thing that we talked about with Nicola is her dream, dream coat. <laughs> didn't know what I meant to do in tune with that. I don't Sorry. know. Let's screw that up. It's a dream coat. Yeah, so we're talking about Nicola's dream coat. I think what's really cool is we were in our pod lounge mobile pod, mobile lounge, pod lounge and yeah Nicola just rocked up and was like oh by the way this is cool I've got this dream coat maybe we can talk about it and we're both like wow okay <laughs> that's cool the people you meet in the world and I think particularly at festivals is absolutely wild to me mm. like this I don't know and I think she even mentioned this when we were recording she was like you know I just meet these people I wouldn't ordinarily meet. yes which I guess that's kind of what awesome. makes the dream coat as well what it is that you meet so many people but we won't tell you any more than that yeah we're gonna let nicola tell you about the dream coat because it's freaking fantastic absolutely so this is nicola telling you all about her amazing dream coat we started djing about a year before i got the van about 2006 so i wanted a name that was kind of related to being in a van so vantouche was the name that i came up with (laughs) so i said when i was playing this weekend i was like i think that i should be the resident dj it just seems so appropriate yeah but and that i was djing and i also just a couple of years before that had started doing this project what you can't see we'll take a photo of it though is a fantastic sleeveless long jacket stroke tunic coat with a bunch of different pockets on it oh multicolored multicolored i'm looking at some flowers they've all got buttons on them it looks beautiful like a mosaic of patterns how many pockets are on there i think there's about 38 something like that wow amazing (laughs) yeah how did you come up with this idea well, I was going to Burning Man Festival and it was the first time I'd ever been. And the theme was the psyche and the subconscious and dreams and all of that kind oh, of thing. Cool. And I had no idea what I should do about that. And then I was working at the office one day and this idea just dropped into my head, you know, like working and the creative, the creative ideas sneaks yeah. in the back. <laughs> it was to do with the multicolored dream coat. And I was like, what would oh, it be? Nice. So if you had a dream coat, what would that look like and how would it work? And it was like Burning Man, I don't know if you know about about it but it exists on exchange it doesn't you can't use money there so you take stuff to give away and it's not direct exchange it's just you take stuff to give and things will come back to you in various ways so I knew I needed something to exchange and I was like well if I had a dream coat it would be like you'd have to have pockets or something to put the dreams in oh and then you could change the dreams and you could swap them with people this is how it works it's covered in pockets each pocket has a dream inside that somebody's written wow and then I walk around in the coat and I engage with people because it's so striking 
striking and beautiful. They want to know about it. It is striking and beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And then they are enraptured by the fact that it's got dreams in its pockets. And then I tell them that they can have a dream from a pocket, but they have to swap it for one of their own dreams. So it's an ongoing dream exchange between strangers that has been going since 2005 and now went beyond festivals and goes to all kinds of other places as well. Since 2005. That's wow. And so tell us a bit more about when someone takes a dream away. Do you follow where it goes? or So somebody takes the stranger's dream yeah. and I take a picture of them with that dream. They okay. usually they read it out to me and I'll take a photo of them with that dream. And then that's up to them that they're the custodian of that dream from then on. So yeah. sometimes I've met people years later and they've told me they've still got the dream. Some like I've met people who've got it in their wallet or on their fridge. Cool. And then I don't know what everybody does with it. But it's, yeah, <laughs> so interesting. And, and you were saying to us the other day that you remember to a certain extent whose dream it yeah. was. Yeah, <laughs> quite often. So I get people to write their first name and a date and a location. Okay. Location is quite important. When you put your dream out, you kind of like it's a very personal and precious thing that we all kind of connect to quite deeply. So you're asked to give something very personal. So immediately you're having this quite personal experience and feeling that when you're giving that away. So when you take the stranger's dream out, you're realizing that that stranger has done exactly the same thing. So you're taking that thing away with you. So people kind of feel some connection with that person. So then if I can add to that a little bit, because quite often somebody will get a dream and it'll be, oh, that's exactly what I just put in there, you know, and it's like very similar kind of dream that they put in or it'll relate to them in some kind of way. So then if I can tell them a little bit, oh, well, this person was going through this and this is the reason that they put that dream in, then it just strengthens that even more. Yeah. You're a dream conduit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Feels like kind of a big responsibility. (laughs) Well, yeah, no, sometimes you could think that, but it's like, if you just think that you just this channel that it all goes through, it's just not at all. I guess like actually it's related to van life and the reason that I stopped doing the normal work and stopped doing the normal life and went to be a van liver is because I just got sick of the conventional life and wasn't too bad. I was just like, there's got to be more and I've got to find out more about what I feel like I'm meant to be doing in the world and where my creativity is supposed to be going to and like what really lights my fire, you know, Mm. and and that's what made me get in the dream, get in the van and going out there and having a look for it and exploring these two avenues, the dream coat and the DJ and that I'd already started. So I was really kind of following my dreams and doing this dream coat and that's what got me kind of going in the van and exploring it. So then when I started doing the dream coat, I felt like, oh yeah, this is it. This is the job I meant to do. And everyone says that when you find that thing that you're supposed to be doing, it doesn't feel like work and it just feels like it's just a total joy. And, you know, it's such an honor to hear these things from people and to have those exchanges. And it's so inspiring and so energizing. Yeah. I'm just in the middle of it, kind of passing it on. Amazing. I wonder how many dreams have gone into van life or like living in a van somewhere now. <laughs> yeah. And also I'm curious, like, I mean, how many, you know, you take someone's dream and you feel like you want to protect it because it's precious to someone else. Yeah. How much that influences your life as well. You know, someone else's dream might kind of influence you to change something or do a different direction, you know, or yeah. take a different path. 
Yeah, I think that they do always. And some particularly, like I don't ever swap my own dreams. When I first did it, I had to have a layer of dreams to put in the pocket. So I collected them from people and I did put one of my own in then. And then there's a couple of times where the coat has lost a dream out of the pocket. So I've had to replace it and put one of my own dreams in. So three times, I think, in total, I've put a dream in, but haven't actually taken one out. And then there's a couple of times when there's been a dream in the pocket. And I've just, because I always record them and see which ones are in there and I've got photographs of all of those as well and I've got a big word document with them all typed out (laughs) (laughs) and the book's being slowly written uh, this all appeals to the organisation yeah (laughs) (laughs) and a couple of times they've been like this is one of them in particular I call it my manifesto and I've just been doing the coat for a few years and this dream turned up in the pocket and it was on different paper to what I usually give it was longer anonymous I don't think I've got it with me but it was just about how we're all kind of like we need to keep dreaming and believing in our most ridiculous dreams and it's quite emotional you know but it's like very powerful so I kind of thought that yeah that's the one that's meant for me and to look at and keep me going with whatever those dreams are amazing yeah I'm curious how it goes just like practically do people swap the dream first or do they take a dream read it then write this this seems a good opportunity for you to have a go and find out for yourself I like like that segue (laughs) (laughs) all right oh gosh what's my dream (laughs) well maybe I've been thinking about mine (laughs) okay so you can go first and then you can keep chatting yeah with yellow okay? Yes, perfect. Okay, so Tia's taking some yellow paper and she's yellow paper. about to write her dream. Maybe you want to rest on that as yeah, well. thank you. My dream will imprint onto all these other dreams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I write my name, I write my location. Yeah, or okay. you can write the dream first and then all that stuff. Oh, Whatever you want. The order does feel very important to me. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can chat and leave you to it. Yes. Okay, good. Cool. So tell me, did you, how do you choose the colours these pockets the first one that i went to burning man in was a different coat okay and it was very flimsy and kind yeah. of just thrown together yeah didn't know i was going to do it for more than once so then after a couple of years of that one it fell apart and i'd realized i was going to be doing this yeah. like indefinitely and at the same time i'd just got my van and had that summer in the van and i decided yeah. to move to berlin so i moved cool. over to berlin and was ready to make a new dream coat and within yeah. three weeks i'd found this amazing woman who who's now a very good friend. And she said, I love what you're doing. She's a dressmaker. She said, I'll make the coat. We'll come in for fitting. She lived just around the corner from me. It's a little bike ride away. And she tailored it all and we designed it together. I had a sketch with yeah. all the pockets on. I said, this is how I want it. And I did some graphic design in return for her. And then for the pockets, the whole time that I knew I was going to do this, I just, whoever I met, I said, I need fabric for my pocket. Yeah. Could you give me some? So it's been sent from all over the world. So this is from a friend in Thailand. Oh, wow. This is from San Francisco over here. This is from Ibiza, France. Bali, India, Germany. Oh my God, it's it's an international coat as well. Some people actually made the full pocket. That's a sun with a silver lining. Just looking at a sun that's stitched in. Beautiful. And the silver lining. Oh, the big uh, gem there on that one. That's lovely. Or a button. This one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't given you the full twill. So take pictures, a little twill. I love it. And so you said you want to go back to van life. Yeah. Yeah. So have you had some inspiration from here? Yeah, definitely. A lot of different ideas, but also just there was lots of good talks that have been really good. There was one with Lucy about the female solo travellers. Yes. Uh, Did you? Yeah. Which was quite sort of was like, oh, yeah. 
I don't know. It was just, it was more actually, it was just a recognition of what I've been doing with my life because I've been nomadic ever since. I didn't get another van, but I haven't had a home either. So okay. I've been nomadic ever yeah. since. Yeah. Amazing. So it's kind of like, yeah. I am still living van life, but just not with a van. And it's sort of, this has made me kind of find that I've got a community of people and it's sort of validated it actually in a lot of ways and made me realize yeah. that I've done a lot. It's just sort of been quite inspiring in that way. Yeah, absolutely we can totally relate to this finding a community of people mm. here we just everyone has been so lovely yeah. um how many have many people put in the uh, well the as you know i was oh, very yes. sick yeah. yesterday okay. and that was the day that i was going to do dreams okay. at the festival so we so might be the only ones you're gonna oh, probably be the only ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i'm done with mine okay so can i move that up a little bit all right lauren will have to narrate what's happening Okay. Okay, so we've just a twirl of the coach. There's a punk pocket. It's got a safety pin. It's got a safety pin. No way, it's Debbie Harry. So Tia's putting hers in the pocket, the Debbie Harry punk pocket, and she's taken out a blue dream card, which is somebody else's dream. And now she's reading it. And she's making a little emotional face. And she's going to read it out. So this is uh, David, Rendezvous Cafe. Yeah. Okay. It says, my dream is to know you are following your creative and kindest self. Love, D. Oh. Really nice. Good one. It's a really good one. Yeah, it's a very I don't good know. one. I, I, it's not like I was expecting something like terrifying and horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew from what I sense and gather from you and from this whole amazing work and passion that mm. you're doing with with your dream co. Like I knew it was going to be a really nice thing, but I just I still am surprised at how it emotional. Hit you. Yeah, I know it's interesting, isn't it? And actually, on that, sometimes people have put kind of mean dreams in, but then they've got it and they've like retracted it's really interesting ah, okay yeah, tell me like, a bit more about that well one guy it was like very early in the morning at a festival like he'd been up all night oh, okay. i usually would just sideline that i can gauge what's going on generally him and his mate were just like having a laugh and were a bit sideways but the girl working in the cafe was like oh these two this lady's doing this and you should do a dream and they're like yeah yeah i'll do a dream and he wrote this dream out it was obviously like really sexual and directed yeah. towards me so then you put it in the pocket and then the dream that he took out said I would really like a father for my little boy because he really needs one oh my god and this guy just went I'm so sorry let me take that dream back and like you just put it back in the pocket and he was like completely about face right he got the dream he needed to see yeah (laughs) gets people in different ways yeah it's magic it's really powerful it's Mm. really I mean that was one of the things when you were describing it to us we've literally been talking about this since we met you because we were so excited about what this means and what this does and mm. how it can affect people and the fact that you've taken mm. this coat internationally. And yeah. I've been to a fair few festivals and mm. I've never encountered a dream conduit, a dream trader. <laughs> it's mm. quite powerful. Yeah. It's really, really powerful. Yeah, I, I think it is. And I'd really like to do more. That My further dream is to do more with it and go to 
different communities. I went to an old people's home with my mum sings in an old people's home. So I did that, but also just, oh, and I went to a community centre just before lockdown. They do fostering and also rehoming refugees and that kind of thing. So that was working with all kinds of different groups where it's actually very impactful and you could really kind of get some interesting work done. Yeah, amazing. And internationally as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got bigger dreams for this dream. For the dream. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Right. Okay. Lauren is going to have a twirl. Get the twirling. What's catching your eye? I think it might be this Is it one. the butterfly one? Yeah, yeah I knew it. it. might be the butterfly one. <laughs> Did I put it in? Yeah. So it's a pocket that's got a butterfly on it, which is um, Lauren's spirit okay. creature. So oh. I knew <laughs> straight away. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's kind of silk. It's got a red and blue. Oh, yeah, silk. I mean, all the pockets are amazing. It says that my children aspire to be what they want to be. Juliet in 2020. Mm. Lovely. Oh, that would be from one of the foster parents. So oh, wow. that's why that's got oh. quite a lot of meaning to it. That's lovely. This is a bit that I love is that you've got context. Yeah, yeah. it really helps. Because yeah. that in and of itself is quite a powerful one. And then knowing a bit of background, it just really exactly. kind of changes the yeah, exactly. bit. I was in Greece a couple of years ago and this little organization in Athens that rose up out of the crisis and is kind of educating all the people who kind of suffered throughout the crisis is really interesting. Mm. So these are kind of like anti-capitalist anarchists and they took a dream out. One of the guys took a dream out and it was from a young child and it was about kind of, I want to be a millionaire and I want to have this and that and the other. <laughs> Something very materialistic. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and he was like, oh. And I said, well, actually that was from a child in India who was at a school that I went to there who was from the slums, the very poor area who got this education so and he was like oh that totally changes everything that yeah, I, my perception yeah. of what I'd made about that it just turns it all around so yeah context is very relevant yeah amazing wow how powerful <laughs> this has been such a fun I'm yeah. really really glad one that we met you two that we were able to sit down and me too most importantly that we were able to swap dreams yeah <laughs> I'm thinking about you in your next journey and I'm thinking about the person who reads my dream mm. yeah. and I'm excited for them, for them. Yeah. <laughs> if you've read that dream you're going to love it it's really good <laughs> <laughs> well it's a popular pocket that one so yeah it could be soon it could be soon it's funny the frequency of pockets are there some that have been there how long What's yeah the I, did a, I did an audit actually because obviously in lockdown I haven't been able to do this very much so I did a little catch up a few weeks ago and I did find one there and I think it's from 2010 or 11 wow that's <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Someone's dream is still waiting to be found. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I wonder, lovely. and it was an actual sort of aspirational, very concrete dream. So I kind of thought, I wonder if it yeah. actually has happened. Yeah. Well, amazing. I mean, this is a really good sell, certainly for me, to keep an eye out for your book. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know my dream pops up in there yeah. somewhere. So then I better get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> no rush. Um, this has been amazing. I'm Tia. I'm Lauren. I'm Nicola. I'm also at The Dream Co. on Instagram and my website is nicolasocal.com. Amazing. Nicola slash DJ Vantu. And this has been the Journey to Transformation, the Camp Coffee Edition. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed hearing all about Nicola and her amazing international dream coat. We are going to let you rock out to a bit of her music. So enjoy. Enjoy.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Journey to Transformation. Leave us a five-star rating and a written review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Journey to Transformation is written and edited by us, Tia Rogers and Lauren Burrows. Our music comes from Praz Canal.